Bye, Phil. Bye, Phil. I like Phil. I, I love, love How long Phil. have you known Phil? Oh, uh, like two years now. Yeah? Yeah, we're on a podcast together. He's my bud. Love him. Right. He sent me, I saw some of the podcasts, uh, some of the episode that he sent me. I'm mm-hmm. excited to to chop it up with you to get mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. See, I do that. And I, it we do makes, that. We do that. That's, it's cute. It, makes, it is. Yeah, it humanizes you. It makes you seem endearing. That's what Google said. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> went on chat GPT. I said, chat GPT need to be endearing. What hand movement? And it just did like a whole bunch of lines and just kind of yep. little emojis and everything. That's how you do it. This episode is presented by OIT VoIP. Enhance your clients' communication abilities with our VoIP solution, featuring integrated billing, on-demand training, and live U.S. support. Collaborate seamlessly with Microsoft Teams integration and put your entire phone system in your pocket with MobileX. Improve your offerings and increase profitability with reliable service for one-tenth of the average MSP acquisition cost. To learn more, visit OIT.co or dial 844-CALL-OIT. We're here. We're here. Actually, how about this? I'm going to go ahead and introduce it on in. Is that good? Awesome. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, everybody out there on in internet land. This is 38 at 38. I am Aaron Bolton, and we talk about ridiculous job stories, and I have a wonderful guest today, Ashley. Ashley is a good friend of Producer Phil. Producer Phil gets mentioned a lot. You guys have not seen him, but he's. I I think we need to have him come on just sometimes, just sometimes Mm -hmm. to, right? Yeah. How long have you, you said you've known Phil for two years? Two now? years. Yeah. We were on a podcast together. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, which podcast? Uh, the, the suck. Um, you can find it by Google it or, or by entering into your uh, search bar. The suck with two C's, no K dot me. The suck dot me. Yes. <laughs> I'm very proud of you on that one. That one's good. I yeah. like that. Awesome. Uh, so, Ashley, you're here. You have a a story that you're going to tell. But first, can you tell a little bit about yourself? Uh, What do you do? What are you into? Sure. Um, uh, My name's Ashley Gordon. I go by Knives McGee um, online as as a means of hiding my true identity. But now you guys know all of my identities. Um, I'm an artist, comedian, and Pisces. I am a 10-year fast food veteran, 11 years working as a web developer in the digital marketing sphere. I have a BS in programming and analytics, um, and that's what it is. It's bullshit. If you're considering getting into web development, um, you you don't need a college education for that. Don't do it. It's a waste of money. Don't, there's so many impressionable youngsters watching right now. I know, exactly. I'm doing it for the kids. <laughs> That's exactly what we need to do it for. Very good. So so you went and got your bachelor's in web development? It's a BS, yeah. So it's a bachelor's it's of a science. Right. What? Huh. So did that open doors for you? Because I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, how, how did that open doors, having the bachelor's in, uh, in web development? Um, kind of. It's, it's always been kind of me getting hired with, like, people I've known previously or, like, friends of mine, like, people from school right or people that I had done, like, freelance work for. Because that's, that's kind of where you start when you're 
you're just uh, taking on freelance jobs and then eventually like you get a, a decent spot somewhere. Very cool. Just what well, you said, you know, there might not be a reason or for you to go, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it can, but consider, but consider not that. Some of the best developers I've ever met <laughs> did not go to school. So you, you can teach yourself for cheap or free. Right. Yeah. Well, I, then, and I guess that's my pause. I was thinking, I was like, well, what is it that is proprietary about colleges that they could teach about? You know, what what is they what knowledge do they have about web development that you can't find on the web? I I think if you're the type of person who really needs structure and like someone to tell right. you like, hey, this needs to be done by this time, you need to learn this thing, then yeah. But I mean, almost nothing that I learned in programming and analysis is anything that I use other than maybe scripting when it comes to my job. Right on. Well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, and, and your job, let's talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so oh. yeah, I was like, okay, sure. Next question. Um, yeah. But <laughs> so I, I currently work for a great company in Pittsburgh. I love them. Um, it's, it's mostly digital. It's all digital marketing. So um, if you've ever looked briefly at like a pair of shoes and then that pair of shoes haunts you until you buy it with ads and emails, et cetera. That's, that's me. I did that. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but and how do you sleep with yourself at night? No. Oh, kidding. dude, don't even get me started. I've had way worse jobs. My, my first grown up job, um, in, and I guess like the digital marketing sphere was, uh, email marketing and uh -huh. I would send spam emails but we companied with this company who paid us to send uh, porn to. So I would target. So I would target guys between the ages of 16 and 64, and then I would send them spam emails just like just because they clicked on an ad for a free Xbox. This was like a long time ago. This kind of shit right. was legal, and it was in Florida. Um, so we were. Well it probably still is legal. It's in Florida. Yeah. We were free to do yeah. whatever, but I would like, I would do dirty shit. Like send like, Oh, you ordered stamps. They're on the way. And then they would open it and it would be porn, <laughs> but I would get, <laughs> I would get an open. There was just like, Oh, so I can add that to the analytics and be like, look, we got an open. We got a click, you know? Nice. Mm -hmm. Your grandmother is dead. What? Psych? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, nice. Porn. <laughs> click. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and a click through. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm getting a lot of click throughs on grandmother's dead. I don't know what's up with that. But. Yes, the guy's sad. He's lonely. He's at home alone. Just found out his grandma's dead. Might as well Apparently watch Apparently a more. second ago. Yeah. He was like, oh my goodness. Oh, well, I'm happy she's not dead. Oh, but look, tits. So <laughs> I, I would design great emails, by the way. Wonder, beautiful, tasteful porn emails to send out and like to not get into tasteful. the spam. Yep. And to not get into the spam folder, you had to like kind of jump through some hoops. So I, I actually pride myself on how well those analytics did back in the day. It's still on my resume. 10% open art. rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sure. really is. I mean, it really is an art. I, I mean, I... I, I do leadership development. I'm reaching out, I'm contacting uh, um, executives and what, and they, everyone contacts them, you know, everyone. So I've got to, I've got to be pithy. I've got to leave a mark. I've got to say something that's going to grab their attention and maybe even, Hey, look over here. Hey, over here, you know, uh, and it, it's not easy. No, you know? it's and, not, not, not at all. And that's where, 
where like every, every, people are like, oh, well, chat GPT is going to push me out. No, I've tried chat GPT on. Yeah, it's okay. But uh, it, it's, it sometimes takes that human element to kind of change right. it up just a little bit. I use, I use a lot of chat GPT with, with what I do. Um, if anything, it, it makes the process a lot quicker. Um, it helps me reach a conclusion, but you, you have to know what to ask it and you have to know right. where to put these things. You know what I mean? Right. So the way I, I talk about chat GPT and I, you know, I still run into and talk to people who are real naysayers on it, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, it's, it's the worst thing. Oh, it's going to rot the children's mind. Oh, it's going to, and I've got so many, imagine they're like, Whoa, Whoa, we're, we're not going to be doing things for ourselves. When was the last time you did long division? When yeah. was the last time you did long? No. And, and I remember, and I'm sure when calculators came out, I'm sure that, that people were like, well, that's just going to rot the kid's mind. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to cheat. I remember being in high school and our teachers were like, Hey, make sure no calculators out. No cap. Whoa, no cap. And now it's like, okay, well, why did you forget your calculator? Yeah. You know, basically why'd you forget your cell phone? Right. You know, it's, you know, so it, and it, I, what, the way I see it. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. No, uh, it's a, I, I hated math. I fucking hated math. And I, I'm technically a computer scientist and I don't use math at all. I built, I like, I write programs to do that shit for me. So it, right. it's just, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't matter. And I, I think, I think if something helps, it helps, but I don't think it's going to fucking take over, man. I think there's going to be a, um, a creative renaissance here mm-hmm. in the next 10 years. Um, and I, I don't want to say kind of like the, renaissance of before you know when people started doing well so they were like okay we're not having to worry about starving so much so now we can focus on the arts i think what chat gpt is going to do and other ais uh uh similar it's going to take away all the back end all the administrative all the stuff that creatives just can i just get that done i so i can focus on my craft so i can do something so i can create right okay no sometimes you have to do all this other back stuff you have to do planning you have to do but chat gpt can do that for you right you know, chat gpt can can organize can do all that for you and allow you now and that's going to be that's going to spread throughout you know when ai starts uh opening up more and uh you know people aren't going to have to spend are going to be able to spend more time on their creative than their uh you know we can hope analytical stuff we can help. It's just like, but there's, there's always, there's, there's always that ca- dirty little capitalism issue where it's just like, we're, we're for profit. And like what happened with AI and content writers in my industry is, uh, so the amount of work they want done when it comes to content writing, just as it's, it's much more, but they didn't hire mm-hmm more people, they hired less people to generate more content. So like, we still need people to do it. So AI generates the content, the person goes through and makes it more human sounding, make sure all all of the SEO keywords are in there. And then I post it on the website. Yeah. So it's right. You know, it's not going to make things worse. It's, you know, look, when the printing press came out, you know, first it was the Bible, but after the Bible, the number one best-selling type of book was how to catch witches Mm. you know i mean look we're right now going through we're going through a journey so there's gonna be some growing pains you know yeah absolutely you know how many 
how many people at that time were like, no, we got to get rid of this printing press, which is, you know, so there's a, it's just going to be this, uh, this I, little, how little do hiccup you, we got to figure out. How do you catch witches? Is that the name of the actual book? Oh, how to catch quickly. witches? Quickly. You catch them quickly, <laughs> skillfully. Uh, no, I, I don't think it was the specifically the name of the book. It was the genre of books that were being uh, uh, produced. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and I'm guessing, oh, that was much after. That was probably late 16, early 1700, something right. like that. If my, if my witch history does <laughs> me well, <laughs> you know, you, uh, not, to, not to stay on chat GBT, but mm-hmm. with content writing. So I write, I write a lot and mm-hmm. I write uh, like LinkedIn posts and when I, I write those a lot. And I have a specific voice and I notice my voice and I'll read something where I'm like, that just doesn't sound like, you know, I must be a little right. off. But I, you have I, a brand. There's a, right. And I don't mean it to be like that, but it is. It's just, you know, I'll throw a little joke in there. I'll do, you know, just. So I went to ChatGPT and I said, hey, ChatGPT, uh, read all of my writings and then I need you to decipher and break down what my writing voice is. Mm-hmm. And it broke down. I mean, it, it was it was scary. It was cool and scary. I was like, this is awesome. So I gave it more and I gave it more. And it learned. And I said, okay, so this is my writing voice. And I make sure like every uh, every few times I go back to it, I ask it to regenerate my – explain to me the writing voice just so it's kind of more frequent or more uh, – uh, or- more readily available because it doesn't have long-term memory. That's what I found out. Chat oh yeah, GPT no. won't go all the way back up. So, mm-hmm. um, but so now I can, I can type in a prompter at first I had to play with them, but now I type something in and I hit enter and I'm like, Oh, did I write that? And even I was going back last week trying to find one. And I, I was looking at my LinkedIn post. I was like, wait, did I, I don't know if I wrote that or not. I can't oh, tell because it sounds just, just like me. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I'm going to tell the content writers that I'm going to, I'm the, um, they might love that. They might get something out of that, honestly. If, if it's oh, like, wow. if we're, we're going to do the voice kind of thing where it makes things sound right. more human already, it might not have to right. do as much work. Yeah. After the show, I'll share my screen and I'll show you, like, I'll, I'll show it to you. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty dope. Oh, guess what? We're doing a show. I forgot for a second. I was just vibing <laughs> with you. I was just vibing with you. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Gotta get to no business. Wor- no worries. No, we love it. So, uh, so as you know, and as everyone out there obviously knows that uh, on this show, we talk about the most ridiculous job stories that people have. Uh, I invite a guest on and my guest brings with them their worst job story or their most ridiculous job story, something uh, either humorous, funny, something to uh, what, what we often say is uh, currently funny or currently hilarious, previously stressful mm-hmm. job stories, right? Because uh, the best ones, they're never like, ha yay, while it's going on. You know, it's like, oh my word, this is not good. <laughs> uh, so then we'll, we'll discuss that back and forth. And then afterwards, uh, then you'll provide, uh, we provided you with quotes. You're going to choose one of those quotes and one of those quotes lines up with one of the jobs I've had, I've had, and then I'll discuss that. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Ashley, what's up? What's that job story that you got? Okay, so it's it's actually more so um, it, it is one doctor that I worked for who was a client of ours. Um, it, it's more so the vibe and and the situation of the company that I worked for. So I worked for a digital marketing agency in Florida. We specialized in plastic surgery and med spa marketing. Um, any company that makes a special effort to have their business in Florida, that's a red flag. 
So <laughs> they went out of their way. Sir, you're in Rhode Island, and I believe that's the best state to get your corporation in. Florida now. That's that's where that's where the really? CEO is from. Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode, yeah. Florida. Okay. So, so they, yeah, they're like, we got some loopholes we need to take advantage of. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So um when I was furloughed slash fired during the pandemic at the start of the pandemic, uh, they actually offered me a decent sum of money if I were to sign an NDA. Um, but only if I signed the NDA. So I did, and I moved out of Florida with the money that they gave me. Um, in the NDA, it's very specific. And it, it's clearly outlined that I can't speak on specifically any fraud, illicit right. drug use. Um, uh, and th- that's just norm. That's just normal NDA stuff. Yeah, yeah, normal stuff like right. no physical or sexual sexual assault that I may have been witness to. Normal. Obvi. I can't. I can't sue them. Right. <laughs> like, there's like a something in there where it's just like, by the way, you can't sue us. You're not allowed to sue us. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, it's funny because but you got, but, but, but but you got paid. Oh, I got paid. Yeah, I'm I'm living okay. in New York now. I'm Don't on the wa- other side yeah. of the. Uh, you won. Okay. I won. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so it's fine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I actually texted my old manager because I was excited to come on and talk about this doctor in particular and like the the business I work for. And I was just like, dude, I really want to talk about Doctor Hetz. And he was just like, you can talk about anything that's public record. Like it's not. Like a huge so deal. His name's Doctor Hex. Doctor Hetz. So Hetz. his name was Doctor Nolan Hetz, and until like just Hetz. H e t z. And this is him right here, guys. This, everyone, this is him. No, no, yeah. I, <laughs> no, this Phil, is, don't put that in there. This is all public record, and yes, I will send you a picture of Doctor Hetz because it just adds to adds to all. He was the worst doctor, and that's saying something. I don't know if you've ever talked to a plastic surgeon or like a med spa owner, but those are terrible people. Very narcissistic, <laughs> awful, awful people. There is, there is a, there's a billboard over here in Tampa, a few of these billboards that is Dr. Castellano, uh-huh. and it's a picture of, of him in a surgical outfit and then a big bust of a woman and then a quote under it that says, just beautiful. And it's him, is his quote. Mm-hmm. So not only is he saying that his quote is just beautiful, mm-hmm. he's not the first one that said that. He's quoting himself on his billboard. That is amazing. You learn a lot about uh, doctors pretty quickly with just like how like verbally abusive and awful they can be. One of the things that I did, if I could sense a doctor, because I would build the websites for them and promotions and stuff like that. So with their website, the one thing that would always, if I could sense that they were an asshole, the one thing that would always make them happy, if you just put a big picture of them, on the slider, first slider, just a big picture of them, quote, them. logo multiple times, horny. They're so their horny own for that. Quote, their own quote. They love it, dude. They love I had it so cheese much. and eggs for breakfast. And that's his quote. Just put, it, just put it in like a kind of cursive font with quotes around right. it. Have it, sli- it. slide in. Italics. Oh. Italics. Good to go. They're going to love you forever. Yeah. So... Nice. I, I think it's important for me to, I, I've given enough information, I think, about the type of company. The CEO of the company was from Rhode no, Island. I'm sorry. Huh? Now, the company, I'm sorry, the company that you're speaking about, mm-hmm. were you working for a company that was contracted to the doctors or were you working for the doctor's office? 
No, so we or, had we had a bunch. We had three hundred plus clients who were all doctors and okay. med spas. So you're working for a company that the client was that doctor. Correct. One of the clients was a doctor. Correct. Okay. Now the and the the nature of the business mm-hmm. that you were talking about, the NDA, that was the company you were actually working for, not the doctor's correct. office. That's correct. Okay, cool. Just making sure. All right, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So you had a pretty. We don't know. I can't say if it's a rough place to work with a lot of malpractice. Things. I can't I, say I either. Know. I can't say. And also, you had a client who was amazing. (laughs) Who was amazing. First of all, the CEO of the company that I worked for, I think this is important to like set up. So Trump supporter, anti-vaxxer, two kids, one named Anthem and the other named fucking Rhapsody. Um, Wife had three. Rhapsody? He could have named her Symphony. Or, right, right. and it would have been better, but her name Melody, was Melody, right? Like a Rats. normal human name. He named them like dogs. Right. Right. Um, wife had three breast augmentation surgeries. <laughs> he named them like, what if he named them like dogs? Like they were home for a little bit. They were just running around on, to- on like newspapers, the babies. Like, you know what? Would have been better. Them. Well, I mean, the joke that I made, I was just like, well, at least she's not going to live very long because they're anti-vaxxers. So she doesn't have to grow up with the name Rhapsody. You know what? That list, that list, I was like, okay, one of those, mm-hmm. just one of them. I'm like, okay, look, okay, a Trump supporter and that, okay, all right, whatever. I don't, half Q, the nation, Q. whatever, whatever. You know, so much QAnon? Q, yep, Q. Oh, this guy, well, the, you should have just started with QAnon. It gets worse. Okay, okay, okay. It, like, but, but any one of those things... I'd be, yeah, okay, no problem. But you start, those are multipliers. That's not times two. It starts, especially a name. That, look, kids are awesome. I love kids. I got a couple. Uh, Rhapsody is child a rough abuse. one. That's Anthem. Yeah. Anthem is a rough one. Anthem mm-hmm. is a rough one. Well, he was, he was hey, born I, on the 4th of July. So I guess. That's a C-section. That was scheduled. <laughs> That was scheduled. Actually, now that I think about it, you're right, dude. You're right. It was totally scheduled. Had to be. be. Oh, no. And I only say that. I only say that because of too many coincidences. Too many things. You're right. Too many things. The stars aligned. Yeah. The Star Spangled Banner aligned. Uh, That's what happened. Oh, that's a good one, bud. I like that. That was funny as hell. (laughs) So, so, all right. I'm sorry. I had no, to. No, you're so, fine. You're this allowed. CEO is, the CEO is great so far. Um, it, he's like, he's like if you gave the worst Northern trailer trash money. So he would wear bedazzled Swarovski crystal acid wash jeans, um, spiked dyed black hair, embroidered skulls on button down shirts, right? Dyed black goatee which should be illegal. Um, just like imagine like evil Guy Fieri, like Guy oh, Fieri. I was like, right about to say evil. I was right about to say evil Guy Fieri. Like Guy, Fieri, Guy Fieri, yeah. his Wario. Like that's what this guy was. And he was so loud and so fucking He's obnoxious. Fer- Ferrario? Ferrario. Ferrario? He was that's Ferrario. So 100%. So he just, he dressed like an edgy goth youth pastor, worst musician you've ever heard in your life. But we all had to be like, oh, you're so, you're so, you're so good at guitar. I, I love your cover of fucking God, Falling in Reverse. Again? Yeah. What was that again? Oh, 
another three doors down cover cool no seriously <laughs> it's very much like it's in but like the cords were off it's like he would play in his office with like a speaker and just like the biggest asshole you've ever met in your life like i hated this guy. oh you're playing you're playing dave matthews again surprise absolutely surprise. absolutely if you've ever heard falling in reverse like that shit he loved he loved that like corny douchebag metal um so <laughs> db metal so that guy went to a plastic surgery conference and met this guy dr hetz and they hit it off wait so, why'd that guy go to a plastic surgery conference because that's where we get Does? clients okay okay i didn't know if he was like you know what not my, my wife surgery needs, but yeah. i want to engulf myself in a right. conference <laughs> My my wife needs another breast augmentation surgery. It's very important that I go. But yeah, so we would go to those all the time and like make sales and and stuff like this. How we got our clientele, right? So Doctor Hetz and and it's the CEO. We can we bleep that out? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I think I think if make a sound. Make make a sound. Make a sound. Any sound. There it is. There's a the bleep out sound. Cool. Perfect. Um, <laughs> So they hit it off and they were friends. Dr. Hetz hated women, fucking vehemently hated women. So what do you do? What, what type of, what type of doctor do you want to be if you can't stand women? Mm. I need to make them perfect. I need to make them perfect in my image. Even worse. Uh Uh-oh. Gynecologist. Oh no. He was right. when we first hired him on, he was a gynecologist, which some some of it like counts as med spa, so like vaginal rejuvenation, labiaplasties, things like that. Twice a week. Twice a week. Just the tightest vagina ever. Um and so so he, so he was our client when he first started on a gynecologist. This guy, first of all, extremely difficult to work with. We would hot potato him around, he would get livid about just like um the dumbest shit like he didn't like the color on a promotion that went out anymore even though he approved it and he would scream at us um verbally abusive he called me a bitch who would get fired he he told me that he was at one point um he told me he told me a bitch and he was going to get me he told me i was a bitch and he was going to get me fired at one point so we hot potatoed him around the whole um, to have them work on his promotions and his website until he came back to me and had forgotten that he called me a bitch. So that, that was just kind of like how well, we, he, well, when he calls so many people, so many horrible things, how can you keep track? Exactly. So, um, oh, wait, he, wait, uh, before, before you continue, yeah. why, so how, what, how did, how did he hate women? Like how, what, how, what would you say? What, what was ev- some evidence pointing to him? Uh, not liking the women. This man had so many horrible reviews and he would have us scrub the internet of these reviews, but we couldn't keep up with how many horrible <laughs> reviews there were of him. He ended up getting sued. He lost his gynecology office. So he, how, how many patients do you see that you have so many <laughs> And this is public record too. I'm going to read you some of my favorite reviews. I have some. Oh, please. Yes. Um, so after, after he was like, I don't know if it was just like a thing, like anyway, he couldn't work as a gynecologist anymore. So Mom? he, Ryan, shucks. So I, grandma would be upset. <laughs> oh no. Um, 
So I just got an email. I just got an email saying she died. Ooh, breast implants. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, he, uh, I don't know if, if the CEO pointed him in this direction. Like, Hey, if you can't be a vagina doctor anymore, why don't you get into just med spa? So he started doing like Xeomin and Botox injections in women's faces. Um, again, horrible bedside manner. Also many women come into your office when you're doing those things like injections and stuff. There were reviews about him um, giving injections unevenly. So like some, one woman had to get restri- reconstructive surgery after he fucked up her Xeomin injection. Um, there was one review we struggled to get rid of where he had given a woman Botox injections around her eyes and he used acetone to wipe her off. Like that can't be good. No, that's not allowed or good. Was he was he also doing his nails? What was going on? I don't know. Why would you use acetone? That's literally the. He's got to be like some kind of like. What? What is he doing that he would need acetone right there? That's not the thing that you touch a person's face with under any circumstances, right? right? You would think. I'm just wondering why acetone would be in there. I'm like, not... why would that be part of his? His, you know, tool set. Like, oh, and the acetone that I never use, just in case. Did I already say that he, tra- he tried to call the cops on us because we couldn't get a review removed? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah, so that's the type of guy this dude was. Um, a lot, can, I, can I read some of my favorite reviews? I think you have to. All right. So you asked me why, how, how did he hate women? Um, yeah, how, what, yeah, I'm not, not, I, I don't need no specifics of this is how he did it, but no, like, yeah, what are some, what some people say, what do they say? What do the youth say? I want to see the receipts. Okay. I'll read, I'll read you two. I'll read one that I think okay. kind of encapsulates. Oh, also he would, uh, make his wife, which he had one somehow. I don't, I've never been married. I, how do you manage this as this terrible type of person? Anyway, you would have his wife and his kid uh, write good reviews. So if you look up Dr. Hett's reviews, many of them are still up. There are some extremely positive ones about how he's such a great guy. And then ones where he's just like, he verbally assaulted me and he wiped my, I had to go to a, he, oh, he told one person that she had cancer and she didn't. Why would he know? He wouldn't. He just, he eyeballed it. He just decided, <laughs> that, yeah. That's not something you can just be like, oh, looks like, it looks like you have cancer. That's yeah. cancer. That's, yep, that's, I've that's seen cancer. cancer before. That's definitely cancer. Hold on. Um, let me see. That's, what, that's cancer. Oh, yeah, this one. Uh, when I went to him, he had a questionnaire asking if I had ever had sex or a relationship or if I'd ever had an orgasm. Completely, in- what? <laughs> completely inappropriate. When I indicated I did not have a relationship or have ever, ever had sex, he said something was wrong with me and referred me to a psychiatrist. One star. <laughs> One lady was giving her a gynecological exam and he said, hey, can you feel that? I'm touching your G spot. Wait. Okay. Before, before that... <laughs> Before that, the other lady, the other, was that, that's when he was, please tell me at least that's when he was a gynecologist. That'd be I, really weird if he was a plastic surgeon. He's like, have you had sex? You know? Um, actually, no. What? 
Yeah. Up. I'm looking at the that date w- and it's it's more recent. So I don't know if he what? like somehow got back into gynecology. I have no idea, man. What if he's just asking? He says that's just and that's a questionnaire. It's a questionnaire asking if you've if you've had sex. Mm-hmm. You know what? I might just I might just call this place up tomorrow. And just say, hi, yeah, I'm sorry, I lost my questionnaire. Can you email me one, please? Dude, do it. Um, it's uh so the company the company that he runs is called Youthful Endeavors. If anybody <laughs> wants to get any work done. Um this the is the tens and tens of people who see this are gonna are gonna go nuts. They're gonna the, call them. The turnaround in that man's office, there we could not keep anybody working for him. Like it, it, the person that we would contact to get in contact with Hetz, constantly changing, like by the day. So we just we just kind of assumed we were going to wait for Dr. Hetz to get back to us. And we just bypassed the entire office because there's never anybody in the office because everybody's either getting fired or walking out. <laughs> everyone everyone is in a constant state of motion and that motion is either walking in because they just got hired setting up their desk but almost immediately taking their stuff back down and walking out because they either quit or got fired constantly yeah exactly i i urge you i urge you to look up this man's reviews there's some real zingers oh man that is that's great. You got any more? I'm, I, I'm just. I have. This is my favorite one, and it just like okay, really hits it. home the type of guy this is. Um, okay. He was highly recommended to me, but was visibly aroused during my breast exam. That lasted five minutes, and it was like he was playing with my nipples. I was alone in the room, and it was very uncomfortable situation. I'm not sure what to do, but I would hate for anyone else to go through what I did. And then the next review is great doctor. He not only treated my illness, but he truly cares about me as a patient. And the one right after that is like, I love the way daddy makes mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, son, right. son. Like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Talk about how I'm so good at Botox. Yeah. My, my daddy's better than your daddy. <laughs> God, that guy sucks so bad. I don't <sighs> know what to do. I, I I don't know what to do. I, I feel bad for her because she just she I literally got assaulted. Yeah, like I right now I'm like like in my mind I want to be like, what do you mean you don't know what to do? Oh, I don't know what to do. What what do you do? Who do you what do you did you call? I guess Who do you go cops, to? An attorney? So I'm gonna end this story on a high his note. His wife? His right. wife, maybe? She divorced him. Oh. <laughs> and he's dead now, apparently. What? Yeah. <laughs> this is how you ended your story? Ashley, I want you back on this podcast every time. <laughs> you ended the story. On a high note. I, on a high you note. Know, I hope. Oh, I hope he I hope he got right. Like just like ask for forgiveness. Just I hope he turned a leaf before he died. My awful man. Word. Awful oh man. my goodness. Untreated mental I, illness. Very, this very is, man. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a pause for our sponsor. 
Are you engrossed by the intriguing world of AI? Do you find yourself relying more on ChatGPT every day? Are you fascinated by creating visuals with mid-journey or stable diffusion? Or could it be you're contemplating the deep-seated implications AI has for your professional field? If you're struggling to keep abreast of all the AI developments, don't worry. I'm Phil Buck, the host of AI Roundup, a weekly digest of all things AI. Make sure to check in every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern for a concise roundup of the most captivating AI news right here on the MSP Media Network. And we're back. Uh, we are back. Uh, now, I, I'm sure, first of all, that was an amazing ad that you all just watched. Look, help us out. Buy eight of them. Buy eight of them, whatever it was. Just get them for Christmas, Hanukkah, it all. Even if Help it's mattresses, out. buy all eight. You yeah. got, you buy got friends. Eight, eight of them. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Stack what are you them. Doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Come on. You got some time. You can do it. <laughs> okay. So um, this is a time I, I don't even know where to go. That was an awesome story. That was an awesome ending to the story. Just, I mean, just not, no, I, it's not a great, it's not oh, awesome. He died. Not that, but the fact that you set it up like that, that, <laughs> Hat off to you. Uh, so uh, this is a time where, and actually I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Not going to lie to you, Ash. Can I call you Ash? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I shorten every, I shorten every, anyway. <laughs> my, my name, my name in the, in the thing is Ash. You're good. It's Ash. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so I, 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 sometimes I get maybe a little nervous anticipation maybe because I don't know the quote that you're going, that you've chosen and I have to come up with all the stories and remember it right off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but there's a little bit more there now because that was such a great story. Thanks. That was such an awesome story. So, uh, whew, all right, let's put my, uh, put my remembering cap on. And uh, all right, which, uh, which quote did you pick? Which quote did you pick? I love this because it's kind of like improv with bumpers on the side. So it was just like, you have like a, a scope. Um, but I was wondering, do you know anybody who could help me party? Okay. All right. So that's a fun one. Um, that one is actually a fairly recent one. Um, so I was, let's see, I need to tippy toe around because I haven't talked about this job yet. So, uh, I was working at my full time, a main job. And a lot of these jobs, just so you know, uh, the 38 at 38, when I was 38 years old, I'd counted it up and I, I'd had 38 jobs. Mm -hmm. And I tell it to people and they're like, wow, that's a lot. And yes, it is a lot. But it wasn't that it was, I mean, I started working when I was young. Like my mom yeah. and my mom had, had a, 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 like little grocery stores or, or clothing stores. And I would have to work there. I talked already before uh, when my mom was actually the guest where it was a beeper store that she had. And I was 10 years old, like taking apart beepers, changing cases, nice. taking payments. That's a job. You know, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I count that. Uh, so, so it started early and I've many times I've had two jobs uh, uh, throughout high school. I don't, I think I had two jobs all throughout high school. Uh, I mean, two jobs at one, at one time I had three jobs for, nice, uh, for a while. So, and I, there's always a hustle. I always have like something else on the side of, you know, Hey, I'm gonna do this. I'm make money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this was, my, this was not my main job. The quote that you have, um, it, that was not my main job. It was a side hustle, a little company you may have heard called Uber. Okay. Okay. So 
Uber had just came out. Like it was not maybe a, a year, you know, maybe a year, you know, it was, it was still fresh. Maybe it was maybe a little bit. Yeah. It's still fresh, maybe more than a year, but really people kind of just started using it, especially in like in Tampa, Florida. And I had a, and I, <laughs> and I, I had a good job. I, I had, had a good job. I was, uh, I, I had a, I also had a, uh, a Ford Expedition Limited, like all black Ford Expedition Limited, leather interior and all mm-hmm. tinted black out. Right. So, and I was going through a time and this was, I guess it wasn't too, re- it was, uh, well, eight years ago, it was about eight, maybe seven years ago, eight years ago, something like that. Either way, I, uh, I started working or working for Uber driving around first of all not not smart it's not like they reimburse you for your gas so i'm driving around a v8 truck you know and this is also before they had like uber xl or uber elite or uber anything Mm -hmm. it was just uber so people i'd pull up and people would be like is is this for me? And I'm like, yes, sir. Come on in. Might, might I enter, sir? You had you had a please, murder. Please. You had a murdered out all black vehicle in Florida. In yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah, boiling hot! Oh, so hot, but it looked so good. I'm telling you, I loved. <laughs> it looked so good. I just got rid of it six months ago. It just it died. It oh, died. I mean, that's I, a shame. I, I had it for over. Yeah, uh, but. Either way, thanks for bringing up the sad stories. This is definitely the <laughs> saddest story Good. of this podcast Perfect. so far. <laughs> awesome. So, and so, uh, so I started driving around. Oh, I, I don't think I have a picture. I don't. No, I, I did. Um, I did Uber Eats that... in Florida for a little bit, so I kind of. I know it's a different. Okay. Right, Uber, right, right. But, but... but I, I kind of get it. Yeah. So, so this is my getup. This was my the first night because I'm like. Uh, it's sales. So I'm like, okay, I gotta, gotta, uh, impress. I gotta, if I act like if I'm bringing up here, then they'll be more inclined to tip me, you know, because if I, if I'm coming in like a schlub, like, Hey, come on in, then they're probably mm-hmm. not going to respect. But if I take it up a notch, then they're gonna, you know, maybe right. I'll rise that bar. Right. You'd think, mm-hmm. you'd think, no, no, not in so Tampa, I, not in Tampa. No. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, and just to give you an idea, my first uh, outfit, it was like jeans and it was a button up shirt. It was a gray button up shirt, Aww. long sleeve, rolled up, rolled up with a vest. You're so hopeful. And a little hat, like a little. Oh, it's, it's, it's like a little, little taxi driver. Yeah. Like I would, yeah. I personally would appreciate it. I would appreciate like, that. Up, I think I even wore a bow tie. Amazing. I was like. I was like on my way, I was on my way to, uh, whatchamacallit, like I was a mixologist, like mm-hmm. I was on my way to work. That's what, you know, I was like, Hey, how you doing? You know? And, uh, so this, so the first, first night, first night I go, wow, man, all these stories are jumping up now. All right. So first night I go out, I was like, all right, I'm going to, it's going to be right after work. Um, I'm, I worked near downtown Tampa. So I'm like, okay, it was a Friday. I'm going to do this. I'm gonna make some extra money. Um, and so we got this. My wife, I was working. My wife was a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. which managed the house, everything in the house. When I, I want to say, when I say stay at home, mom, no, she was stay at home. She worked. ran yeah. the house. Right. She worked and she got her master's. So and she, that's she awesome. Her, finished her bachelor's, got her master's. She's a rock star. She's so a I'm badass. Like, right. Okay. Got it. So I'm like, I got it. All right. Let me get this and raising my, raising our daughter. This is before Nico was born, but hardcore. So yeah. I need to, I need to bring some money. I need to bring in some extra cash. So I pick up this job. 
or this, uh, you know, this gig, gig in this gig economy. Mm -hmm. And the first stop, the first stop was at this place over in Tampa by the water. Um, and it was owned by, what was it? It was, it was called, uh, oh my goodness. It's not, it's not, it's changed the name, but it was like, it was owned by Hulk Hogan. And it was like all branded Hulk Hogan, okay. like the wrestler. And it was, oh, what was it called? I forget, but it was like, it was big. It was like a main place. And I had to pick someone up. Oh yeah, I picked up, <laughs> wow, why do I have such a, I picked up a lady uh -huh. and I just, I was just talking to her and she was like, she's like, wow, this is a nice truck. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, and I'm like feeling good. Yeah, I'm driving my truck around, blah, blah, blah. What mm -hmm. would you like to listen to? Want a bottle of water? And, uh, and you know, she was like, well, what do you do? I was like, oh yeah, I work for this company. She goes, oh, do you know so-and-so? And I was like, yes, I do. He's like really high up there. She's like, oh, I'm his, I'm his ex-wife. I was like, oh. And then she just started dishing and dogging. And I was like, yes. and this guy is like up. And I'm like, okay, I, okay. I'm not, don't know. Yeah, what's my name? Jimmy? Yeah, <laughs> what? Like, uh, don't yeah, worry about uh, it. Not me. Yeah. So, God, that's funny. I drop her off at this place, this Hogan's place. I forget mm -hmm. what it is, but I drop her off there. Um, and then uh, somebody comes up and he he was like, oh, so great. He's like, are you Uber Eats? Can I just jump on with your ride right now? Like he was older guy, not really getting the idea of what Uber, of not Uber Eats, but Uber was. He thought it was a taxi. I didn't care what he was saying because, oh my goodness, what is his name? He's a, he was a wrestler. Like he's, he was a famous wrestler mm -hmm. and, uh, oh, what is his name? And I knew it right then and there, but he wasn't the wrestler. He was the manager. Uh -huh. He was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Ted DiBiase. It was, oh, I forget. But anyways, I was like, dude, and I knew his name and I was like, and I started, and I just talked with him for a while. And I was like, oh yeah, I got, got a couple stories out of him. Yeah. So cool. And then by that time he's talking to me and I get another, you know, request and he's like, ah, I'm going to go back and drink. He was plastered already. So yeah, leave there, um, leave there and went to dropping up, picking up people here and there. And everyone's like really impressed. I get to this point where the quote comes from, mm -hmm. where I pick someone up, I pick them up and uh, it's the two guys. One of them is a boss. One of them, you know, is the other guy, the other guy who's like the salesperson or the account manager or whatever. Uh, he is, he is on it. He wants to have fun. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh man. Yeah. We just got finished over here. It was already like, he was really, really fast. I don't know what, if it was just maybe his behaviors, but his boss was kind of like, maybe like drunk, quiet, just like, you know, chill. Right. And, he was like, yeah, man. Oh yeah. What we do is we set up uh, restaurants in airports and he's like giving me this pitch at nine o'clock at night as if I had the money to invest or like, he's going to sell to me, but he's excited. He's cutting his teeth uh, on you. He's just, you know, yeah, that's what it little practice go for it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just driving. And he was like, oh man. Yeah, man. We're just, but tonight, man, we got that. We landed that man. We're just, we're just wanting to go crazy. Mm -hmm. And then he was quiet. I was like, okay, cool. Quiet. Yeah, man. We're just, wow. Man, we yeah, we're just we're just trying to I mean just have fun. We're just trying to have fun, you know. Like, yeah, great, man. <sighs> hey man, do you know anyone who can uh who can help me party tonight? Like, well, what do you what do you mean? I I'm I, you know, like party. Like I wanna I wanna party. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can take you over to Ebor, I can drop you where he's like, no, no, I'm like at a hotel room. Like, I wanna do you have people like you can invite over and like do you know any girls and stuff? I'm and I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay. What are you even talk? What are you expecting to happen right now? Like I'm supposed, I don't know you. You are a complete stranger. Your boss is right there. Go for it. 
One question and one statement. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. were not from Tampa, were they? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Right. Second statement. To his credit, you are driving a very nice murdered out truck and you're dressed like That's a true. steampunk mixologist. <laughs> I would also ask you where I could find drugs if I didn't okay. know. Fair, fair, fair. I never, you know what? Honestly, never thought, <laughs> I never thought about that. He, he, that quiet moment that you had up front, he was nudging. He was nudging his boss, like, "You think this guy fucking knows where I can get cocaine? Do you think this guy? Do you think it's, it's like, well, he's wearing a hat and a vest, so probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> he, it was, it was. He was probably quiet and like wondering. He's like, "Why is this guy being so quiet? What? Tell me. Do I have to spell it out? Do you know where? Do you know where? I get my, do you have someone who can help me party? And I was like, and I even, I was like, what do you? I said, I. So he was asking me after I was like, what? Let's try to get a little more. Basically, what he wanted was for me to invite some people or connect him with some people who can do who will sell him drugs, possibly chill out with him. Also, call people up and try to invite women to come over to his hotel party that he has just not even started. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I got to work tonight. Can you? <laughs> I was like, can you take down my number just in case this ever happens again? I'd go. Right. Sure. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I, this guy was, this guy was, uh, I don't know. He, he, he gave me some, some, some creep vibes. Of course, the yeah. creep vibes could have just been coming from him asking me explicitly about drugs and wanting me to bring people over to his hotel room. Creeps. I say this as a woman. <laughs> creeps will give you so many free drugs. Just be I'm sure. careful. <laughs> That's it. Like, especially growing up in Florida, those guys, if they think that they have money and they're trying to make a big show of it, oh my God, bags and bags of cocaine is a great time. Just don't fall asleep and watch a drink. Yeah. Those are all, these have been words of wisdom from Ash. Dun, 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 dun. There it is. Boom. Boom. Hey, did you know, did you know that flamingos often stand on one leg specifically to conserve uh, body heat and energy? Really? You wouldn't think that because it's just like their legs are just sticks. I didn't I don't see how really that would like provide that much more insulation. It's not so much insulation, but I think it's more the energy of of putting your weight just on locking two your leg. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but apparently it's something that uh, scientists are still trying to understand today. Very and this has been Flamingo Facts. That was good. That. That was good. You'll see that later. So either way, so um so the uh, so that was all right. So the last one of the night. And this is the first night. This is the very first night. I've and I've. I think it was like a few hours, maybe four four or five hours. Yeah, I started kind of early-ish, and this night I didn't know when to stop. I didn't mm-hmm. know when I. You know, I was like, I was like, definitely not past two, mm-hmm. right? Definitely not past two. That's vomit. And that's, it was that's vomit time. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Mm. So uh, I think it was like around one thirty. The one thirty, uh, I go uh, on this main strip, Del Mar- Del Mabry, a lot of nightclubs there. I pull up, pick three guys. Three guys kind of pour themselves into the car, into my truck in the back, and there one guy's kind of loud. He's like the goofball, funny guy. The other guy, his name's Aaron. It's a shame, uh-huh. but his, his, his name was Aaron. And then there's a third guy. Let's call him third guy. Okay. So there's loud guy, Aaron and third guy. Okay. We got it. Um, 
So they're trying to get in because they requested and it's like, all right, let's get in. Wait, wait for my friend. Hold on, wait for my friend. Like, okay, I'm waiting. Let's get in. People are behind me. And at this point, I'm still, you know, haha, okay. I need to get you home. In my mind, I'm like, oh, these guys, I'm glad they called someone. These right. guys were, you know. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm here. I'm I'm I was actually happy that I was able to be there, mm-hmm. you know, to do so saving lives. Saving lives. It's the least I could do as an Uber driver. Yep. So I uh so they they pull in. Aaron is sitting on the floor, right? So it's three rows and the 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 cent the middle rows are uh captain seats and Aaron's just sitting on the floor in the middle. And I was like, Hey man, I need you to uh, get your boy up in the seat and get a seat belt on him so we can go. Oh, he's fine. No, no, no. He's this is loud guy. I was like, no, man, he's not fine. Uh I need him up on the seat or we're not gonna go. I need you to understand that. Can you, uh, we get this right? I mean, this is a normal thing. And he's like, okay, okay, fine. And he picks him up. Aaron buckles him, buckles him in, sits down. All right, no, let's go. And then he's hanging out the window, waving by. I was like, Hey man, I'm gonna need you to sit down and buckle in. And I know do not, you can't argue with a drunk person. So I'm not trying to argue. I'm just trying to, you know, Hey, Hey buddy. Hey, come on, man. We're, I'm just trying to get you home safe. Right. Mm -hmm. He goes, all right, fine, fine. He gets in buckles up and we pull out we don't go into the main the main strip we go because he can't get he d- didn't put the address in the app and he doesn't know the address and he's trying to figure it out and there so i'm like i'm not getting on this main road so i just take like a little side road start going down idling idling yeah. down this little neighborhood side road and he's like well i need to oh no man and he starts cursing me just freaking do it just go just go just man you you should have it i was like man you never gave me the address <laughs> this guy is just Never gave me the address. Okay. Aaron gets back on the floor. I'm like, hey, man, you got to, you can't do this. Aaron. And, the, and the third guy is just quiet. Like, I'm looking at the third guy like, hey, man, like, <laughs> he's, hey, man, can you, uh, can you do something with your boys? <laughs> you know, and he's just. <laughs> just he's past just, the, the event horizon. He's gone. He's, 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 he's gone. a ship without a sail. He's just right. blank. You know, I prefer that to loud guy or what Aaron's doing, honestly. Right. Oh, absolutely. But definitely third guy's not helping. So uh, we're, like I said, eiling down. He's like, where are you even taking us? I said, man, I'm just, I just need the Home. address. Yeah. I, I was like, I just, I still haven't gotten the address. And then Aaron's on the floor. And I said, look, man, this is where he, I guess he doesn't like ultimatums. I get it. Oprah said, it. Hey, if you're throwing an ultimatum in a relationship, maybe you should, you know, look at that relationship. Well, I said, Hey man, if you don't, if you don't get your stuff together right now, you and your boys together, I'm, I'm taking you right back. Yeah. I'm going to take you right back, man. And I'm only a quarter mile away, but it's like down a street. That's all dark and yeah, like yeah, yeah. nothing but lights where they were, but now, now down a street that's dark. And he's like, I can't believe you say that. And he's like yelling. And he, I'm like, I'm like, dude, just calm down. Just relax. And then he punches the back of my seat, punches it. And I hit the, I hit the brake. I'm like, get out, get out of my truck right now. All of y'all, you can't kick us out. I said, man, I'm about to climb over the seat and kick you out. I said, get out of my, I, I was what? so what living. What is it about the service industry? What is it about people thinking that an Uber, that's still your property. You're allowing right. that person to sit in your, that's the service you're providing, but it's still your right. truck. Get out of right. my truck, asshole. Like, what? Oh, this is one of those moments where, like, you know, on YouTube or on uh, TikTok or Insta, they'll have, like, the, you know, the the webcam or the, not webcam, the dash cam of, you know, oh, can't believe what this Uber passenger yeah. did. I wish. I wish. Because this was, 
because that this isn't it. Punch the back of my seat, slammed on the brake, seat belts off. No, no, actually, seat belt wasn't off. I spun back around. I said, "Man, you need y'all get out, get out right now." So he gets out. He's cursing me up and down. He's um he pulls Aaron out. Third guy goes out. He slammed while he's cursing, slams my truck door. I just go drive. Um, just take the foot off the brake. And he said, uh, F you N word only. He said all the words. Right. And just like, just, and I was like, okay. I, you got called I'm, every I'm, slur. Er, yeah. And I was like, I said, okay. I hit the brakes and man, this is where, man, yo, I'm not saying that God comes down and grabs people <laughs> and says, move like this. You know, but this is where I'm like, oh, I go to get out my rage. I'm like, this is wild. And I get caught up in my seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's almost like God's like, uh, stay inside. Stay inside. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so then I just closed my own door. Like, I showed him, you know, and then he was and then he was still yelling at me. He was still yelling at me saying, you need to take me back. home." That was this is the first night. Yeah, this is the first night driving uber Mm -hmm. uh didn't get much better than um from there Uh, and again driving all over the place in a v8 i i made i think i made that night somewhere it was somewhere like 175 to 200 Mm -hmm. and it was a few hours of of work i four hours work maybe probably even longer than that but um so i i think it was like oh it worked out pretty well but then like 75 dollars in gas you know something ridiculous and all those miles on my truck yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, uh, that was, that was a fun little time. I didn't drive much more after that. After um, he, you'd had that one after, night and you were like, I don't, that was, yeah, we, that we good, we good. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, so, so at my, uh, I can't wait for the time where I'm able to talk about this job because I had this job for a while. My, my regular job that I had during that time. Mm-hmm. So I was, there was a, uh, a high up executive in the company mm-hmm. and we were, and uh, maybe he was going through some things at that time, but I don't think he liked me. And he, uh, I was presenting to like leadership team mm-hmm. about this uh, program I was putting together and learning and development and like, and they've been adding for it. And he came in and I don't know how it came up. I think my boss mentioned something about me driving Uber uh-huh. something. And this executive, this high ups executive that I don't even know why he was in my meeting. He looked at me and he said, you, dr- you drive for Uber. Like I was the dirtiest thing. Like you drive for Uber. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, yeah, I just started. He goes, why, why? I was like, oh, because you know, just needing some extra money, you know, something to do. I said, no, I was like, at first, cause the money's none of his business. So I was right. like, you know, it's, he's like, why would you do Uber? I was like, well, you know, I like talking with people. I like it for Gary. I just wanted to check this out. And he was like, he was like, don't we pay you enough money? And I remember, and I got cold because he was already insulting me. And he, yeah. in the past few months had insulted me and I didn't even like know him. Right. I didn't, I didn't really know him, but he would just hurt almost like bully a little bit mm-hmm. it was weird it was a weird situation yeah um and so i just remember getting cold and i said no no i'm grossly underpaid actually yeah no yeah and he it just got very awkward uh-huh. very, good very awkward yeah very and i was like 
So if you all appro- approve this, <laughs> if you can approve the budget that I'm asking for. It's, it's crazy to me, like, how, like, gig economy is kind of, like, poverty coded, where it's just like, oh, if you if you do any of that, like, on the side, then obviously it's ugh, gross, disgusting, you know, whatever. But it's just like, I, I you put me in a situation where I have to be a part of the gig economy and function in that way, you know, it's like. I, I look at it as like, are you doing anything immoral, illegal, hurting someone else, hurting, doing self-harm? You're not doing it, yeah. you know, then, and you're making money doing it and you're, you're not affecting, and it's maybe it's not affecting your life in a negative way. What does it matter? Right. You know, if they want, if they want to do a little extra, throw a little extra, uh, um, another, another skill to make money on, why not? You know? And, but I just thought that was so funny. You know, another, I, I grew up with not much money at mm-hmm. all at all so and uh, so maybe that plays a part or maybe it's the other person just overt mm-hmm. i remember this was like seven eight years ago and this was <laughs> this was in a new hire class right so i'm new hire and this is a professional this is a professional in this class and i'm training him mm-hmm. this dude never took notes and i would talk 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 and he would be asking questions like well what about this i was like man you need to write that down i've already explained this we've talked like this is not um i don't like taking notes like this guy and he was like highly recommended like uh sales rep so he was almost untouchable it was so it was annoying it yeah, was yeah, funny yeah. though but i mentioned to him something about red box uh-huh. something about red box i was like yeah i got it on red box he goes <laughs> he whipped it he's like red box what do you 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 get things uh. at red box i was like yeah, man, it's like a disgusting poor person. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I felt. He goes, Don't you have streaming or don't you have what was it? He was like, Don't you have video on demand? And I was like, Man, I haven't had cable. We, my wife and I decided not to have cable right after we got married. Like, we just you guys were ahead of the curve, right? We just decided, and and none of his business, none of his business, you know, don't you have cable? I was like, I was like, No, we don't. So I don't have video. And he's like, All right, I said, What's up with what's wrong with that? He's like, I just, you know, that's you, I guess. Like, all right. So I guess it makes more sense to to get it, like, buy it on Amazon Prime for $6 rather than get it for a dollar. Yeah. I don't, don't, you know. Sorry, I'm not a Kardashian. Like, what? (laughs) What do you want from me, man? Yeah. I'm sorry, George Soros. Okay. But I can't afford. I can't afford a five ninety nine rental at Amazon. Whoop de okay? doo! Tell me about your perfect life and your streaming services. Well, go ahead and shove that pre- that privilege right up your. <laughs> wow, dude! Yeah, insane. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. The uh, I didn't do it very long, and uh, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I never. Well, when I did it afterwards, it was never past midnight. Never past midnight. I was like, yeah, that's. It just all devolves, devolves from there. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the saying that nothing good ever happens after midnight, you know? It's true. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's 100% true. So, uh, but I'm glad that that was, and also I was taking a lot of time away from my wife. I mean, the money that I was really bringing in, yeah. you know, she doesn't want to spend Friday and Saturday evening alone, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so, and, but don't worry, baby. I got, I was, I had all the slurs thrown at me and I made $48. Yeah. I'm, I'm risking my life for a hundo right now, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can't, I can't Not be home it. to watch Redbox DVDs with you. Right. Oh my, you know, and I look at, I look at that sometimes and there's another story I have where I decided to leave because I was like, oh, this is dangerous and 
definitely not worth the money. Yeah. You know, you gotta stay, you gotta stay strapped. Yeah. 100%. I can, at this other job, I was like, I could easily get punched any night that I'm here. Yeah. That is not worth $10 an hour. Just not. (laughs) No, not at all. Ash, thank you so much for being my guest. Yeah. Uh, that was an, uh, you had an amazing, amazing story. I hope you and everyone else out there in TV land uh, liked my story. I hope everyone else loved her story. I'm sure they did. What we do at the end is we we kind of go through reflections. Mm-hmm. You know, so from that job um, uh, situation that you were in, what was there anything that you were able to gleam throughout the rest of your life or something that you go back to and it's like, oh, you know what, that uh, that's a lesson I learned from that. Yeah, dude, this has been super fun. I'm super glad that you, I'm super glad that you, you had me on. Um, so I guess what I would say, the positive things that I've got, I got from that job in particular, when you're in an, an oppressive, violent, horrible environment, like that job was you, there's a lot of sense of camaraderie that you get. And like, I, I made a lot of friends working at that place and I'm still friends with them. I mean, I texted my manager and I was just like, Hey, what, what do you think that I, what do you think I can say with the NDA in mind? And like, we're still buds. We talk every once in a while. So like, that's nice. And then also working with plastic surgeons and having like no protections whatsoever when it came to the way that a lot of our clients treated us. When someone in my new job that I love, when someone's just like, uh, this blue is too blue. I don't get mad anymore because it's just like, right. the uh, at least you're not hats, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've already seen like what you've already seen so much worse. Yeah. Like, what is. Yeah. Okay. No yep. problem. You want it more blue, less blue. I don't sure. care. I don't know what that means, many, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> right. How many times have you sent them back the same color and be like, like this? And they're like, love it. Yep. That's a fun trick I've yeah. learned. Yeah. I was just like, uh, I, I, I spent some time on this. So hopefully you like yeah. it. Like I spent extra time. The change is subtle. The change is subtle, but mm-hmm. I think it's the change that you're, you're going to love. I think that's the blue you wanted. And they're always just like, right. yeah, that's oh. why I love it. And then look really nervous. Like, oh, oh, you do like it? Good. Yeah. Good, 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 Exactly. Good, good. 100%. That's awesome. a fun trick. So uh, the, the lesson I learned, honestly, I, I kind of started talking, I, mentioned it right at the end here uh the last thing i said but it was uh so that's the last uh like second job that i've had so i i haven't had i haven't doubled up you know on jobs since then right um and what is more important than money is that time that you spend with your family yep. and that's really what i got from that uh, anytime i when i think about uh doing something extracurricular that will that you know is going to be sustained you know, time like away from my family or uh, consistent time, you know, once a week or whatever it is away from my family. It's like, man, the return on that has got to be great. It's got to be huge. Mm-hmm. The return on that has got to be greater than the re- than me spending time with my family, you know, and 100%. there's a yeah, there's a, there's not a lot that does that. So the, that's what so I, I, I go back and I think I think about that pretty often. Right. I agree. That's a good takeaway. Nice. Ashley, this has been grand. This has been great. You you go ahead and ask Phil. Ask Phil if I've ever said to any guest, um, I want you to be my guest every time. All Aww. right. You, you, this has been great. Loved it. Thank you so this much. This is super Appreciate fun. You. Thank you. It's been awesome. Yeah. Oh, one more time. One more time. Uh, plug that podcast of yours. Oh, uh, The Suck with two C's, no K. Uh, you can access the all of uh, the avenues in which to listen or watch The Suck. Uh, via the URL, the suck, that's S-U-C-C dot me, the suck dot me. 
Love it. Ash, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Broadcast of the MSP Media Network. 